Welcome everyone to another episode of DM and Truth in Tech. I'm Mario Alvarado. And I'm Daniel Escalante. We are super glad you could join in on the conversation for Church Talk today. We ask that you could please subscribe and rate us and also follow us on Twitter with our Twitter handle DM Truth Tech. Don't forget to check out our website at dmtruthtech.org where you can find all of our podcast notes, recommendations, and any of our contact info. All right, man. So today in our church talk, we are talking about questioning in the church. Wait, what is it that we're going to be talking about? Stop asking questions, bro. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, but yeah, we're going to be talking about questioning in the church and how sometimes that's discouraged. I mean, I don't know if that's happened to you before or if you were ever part of a environment where questioning was kind of like frowned upon. Mm. Or it's just seen. I mean, if you question, you start looking like a rebel. You start looking like you're not serious about God. Yeah. Um, it, even if questioning means asking questions about certain doubts that you have mm-hmm. in church, is it? I mean, I'm pre- there's a lot of podcasts I'm pretty sure that have talked about this issue, but mm-hmm. this, you know, we want to talk about this too because I think it's important. Um, that once we see what the Bible says, it might change the way we go about these conversations. Mm-hmm. It might it might change the way we look at questioning, and what are the reasons? What are some of the reasons behind um, being hostile to mm-hmm. people who ask questions, or just you know questioning in general? Yes, I think yeah. it's a. I think it's a good topic to, yeah, to talk I, about. I agree. You know? I think it's a it's a great topic to get into because already, like even even from from my experience, like I can think of many moments where, if somebody was either asking me a question or if it was the time for me to, for me to ask questions, it was mm-hmm. always like, uh, and I think it just depends on the audience or the context that you're in. But for me, it was always like a terrifying thing, um, because yeah. of those reasons. You know, you don't want to be. Uh, seen as like a rebel or that you're you know trying to go against um and sometimes you just don't know what the right questions are to ask like you 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 want to know you feel like there's something you need to know but you just don't know how to ask uh and so the wording might come out all you know twisted and messed up and so so yeah definitely asking questions is not an easy thing and i think um for many people it's uncomfortable uh, but definitely when it comes to the church, uh, there is some things that are important to consider when we are in the position to hear someone's questions or when we ourselves need to ask questions. Mm, um, and so all yeah. of that, yeah, we're definitely going to get into right now. Okay, so, you know, building off of what you said, let's just ask, um, ironically, uh, let's just ask, is questioning good or bad? Um, mm. How is questioning looked at in church? Or how has it been looked at in 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 our history, mm. or even or lately, at least now that you know, um, as there's a lot of generation. Uh, I mean, there's millennials that are in genera- generation um, Z who are up and coming. How has the church viewed questioning as good or bad? And we'd like to answer, or I'd like to say, from personal experience. And like you've already shared a little bit of that, mm-hmm. it's been looked at in a in in a negative way. Mm. Quest, asking questions about the Bible, if it's, I mean, and I think we have to be specific about this. 
it's not so much asking questions in general, but it's maybe it's asking hard questions. Mm. Maybe that's that's what we're talking about specifically. Because yeah. you know, when little kids ask questions, this and that, and people are like, oh, you know how cute people are asking questions, and it's easy questions. But when it comes to like hard questions, when it comes to questions that make us think about what we are doing as a church, mm. where we've stand, where, where do we stand on social issues? Mm, um, yes. Why we've acted the way we've acted on certain social, political, or theological issues. Yeah, I think those type of questions are the ones that we say are bad. Mm. That as a church, we've actually created a culture of don't ask, shut up, and just just move forward, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think you've touched think, on a couple yeah. of things that are important um, as to, like, why... I guess why questioning just makes us uncomfortable. I think because it, it has the potential to reveal uh, areas that we're not exactly experts in, you know, that mm, we're lacking mm-hmm. in knowledge or, you know, something that we're just yeah. not familiar with. And I think that unfamiliarity is something that people have a hard time admitting. And so yeah. the first reaction or maybe one of the reactions is just to let's just shut down this questioning because, you know, we're getting into territory that I am not comfortable with. And yeah. discomfort just comes from, you know, that you might not be fully aware of the situation or, yeah, you know, all the exactly. intricacies of it. And so, um, and, you know, we have this uh, stigma against just saying, you know what, I don't know the answer to that. You know, we don't mm. want to, we don't want to come across as unknowledgeable or anything. That's big. And I mean, it comes, yeah, like you said, we always want to be right. We always want to have, mm-hmm. if, you know, if we're representing, quote unquote, God, then we should have an answer for absolutely everything. And if we don't, we don't. Now, just to start off, we asked, is questioning good or bad? Now, it's been looked as bad when we ask these questions and church has kind of been discouraged. I know I was discouraged in many areas to say, stop asking that stuff. You know, we don't, we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I know, I know many people probably have gone through that. But when we look at the Bible, questioning is actually looked as a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start saying that the disciples, as they were with Jesus, I mean, if you read like the, the Gospels, like this huge percentage of the Gospels are questions mm-hmm. and, and reflections based on questions. The, the amazing thing is that when people would ask, when the disciples would ask questions, even those people that were attacking Jesus were asking questions. Jesus would answer with other questions. So hmm. to say that questioning is bad is to ignore that in the Bible, questioning is actually part of the spiritual growth or the growth in general that we have as Christians. Mm, wow, that, that is really, that's really deep. It, it, I mean, it's true, bro. Like, I mean, you think about it, right? Like, we see it all over. To 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 say that we shouldn't be asking questions or to just mm-hmm. believe it or to not, it's it's to ignore that in the Bible, to grow meant that you would have to ask questions and that you would have to reflect upon them. Exactly. I mean, look at look at Nicodemus and Jesus. Mm. Our one of our most famous Christian verses, uh, John three sixteen comes from a conversation of just questions. Mm. You know, well, yeah. how can we grow? You know, how, I mean, how can we bo- be born again? Oh, 
you know, what do I have to do in order to this and that? So it's just Nicodemus, a Pharisee, asking questions, Jesus answering and asking him questions also. Mm-hmm. And then in this conversation, we get, you know, John three sixteen. So, you know, one of our most famous verses comes out of having a meaningful conversation filled with questions. How can we have a church then today where there's still this culture of don't ask questions, don't ask questions? I think it's counter to what the Bible shows. Exactly. Yeah. And I would agree with you. Um, another example that comes to mind, well, I have I have two examples that come to mind is Adam mm-hmm. and Eve, you know, as soon as they sinned and ate from that forbidden tree uh, or from the forbidden fruit, um, one of the first things that Jesus did after, you know, they went into hiding Ooh. was ask, you know, Adam, where are you? Bring it you know, home, bro. And, and the question, the question was meant uh, wow. not for Jesus's benefit, but it was meant for the benefit of Adam and Eve. So that wow. question was seen as like, like the doorway to their salvation, pretty much. Yeah. So wow. Um, and wow. yeah, and yeah, I think you're right. I think we have this unhealthy view towards questions and theories and ideas. Um, some of them, anyways. Um, another thing that comes to mind is, I don't know if uh, if you know uh, Shane Dawson. He's like this really huge YouTuber. I think I heard of him. Yeah. he's Well, he he launched a series. Um, he's very famous for his conspiracy theory uh, videos. Okay. Oh, okay. And okay. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I've seen them. They're very entertaining. But there was this one in particular that garnered over like millions of views in the just the first day that it was uh, released. But he, he floated a theory about Chuck E. Cheese. And the theory oh, okay. was that, yeah, he I heard, heard about that. it. <laughs> I heard it. I heard about it. I didn't yeah. know it was that guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. him. And so he just floated this theory that Chuck E. Cheese, instead of making fresh pizzas, will take yeah. um, pieces them, right? from, yeah, the leftovers, <laughs> put it into one pizza and then serve it again. Yeah. And yeah. of course, the backlash to this has been huge. You know, of course, Chuck E. Cheese getting in and rumors that a cease and desist <laughs> letter was sent out or anything. But a lot of people were pointing out like, hey, he was just floating a theory. He was just asking some questions. Mm. And to get such a backlash for and, you know, last we checked, freedom of speech protects questions, too. Yeah. Yeah. And so. um, So, yeah, that whole interaction has just been really interesting. And I think that's one of the ways that we can react uh, today to questions is, you know, someone will pose it. And for some reason, we feel so threatened by it. Maybe because it might reveal a truth in us, or mm. we just see it as as just something that needs to be shut down. But yeah, we become so defensive with it. Yeah, and so I think those are the kinds of challenges that we have to try and overcome for sure. And the thing is that the questions that Jesus also asked, like they were hard questions. I mean, oh yeah, I mean they weren't they weren't so easy. They they were questions that were meant for you to reflect. Now we'll talk about the benefits of asking questions. Mm. But Jesus will ask things like, you know, who do you say I am to the disciples? Mm-hmm. These are questions where they had to say, well, you know, they gave different answers. You know, I mean, well, they well Jesus said, who do you say who the people say I am? They mm-hmm. answer, but then who do you say I am? It's a little bit more personal. It makes you reflect. Makes you have to think about it. Yes. Um, to the point that it wasn't something you could answer out of your own. You needed the spirit even to answer such a question when he tells Peter. Um, he asked questions, why are you so afraid? Asking questions like, why did you doubt? Th- those are the type of things that aren't easy questions. That's the type of culture that Jesus had. And the disciples would ask questions too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. hey, how, how come you say 
I mean, they would express doubt, like, okay, Jesus, you know, you're saying this stuff, but it seems like, you know, when Jesus is talking about the poor, the, the rich, yeah, and they're like, well, it seems like, you know, you're saying, that's kind of impossible what you're saying. You're basically saying that no one's going to get saved. It's so hard for a rich person to get saved, you know? And then mm-hmm. Jesus says, that's when Jesus says, you know, well, for men, what's possible, but for, you know, for God, nothing is, uh, for men, things are, some things are impossible, for God, nothing's impossible. Mm-hmm. But they're actually challenging Jesus to what he's saying. And they're saying, what do you mean? Like, what, what you're saying kind of, you know, what I'm trying to say is that there's a dialogue. There's even a tension there mm-hmm. between those who are asking. And Jesus doesn't shut them down for asking. If anything, he brings more questions for them to reflect or he answers them with love. Because he cares that they ask. They're good mm. questions, even if they're wrong. And a lot of times we look at young people asking questions. We're like, nah, this guy, we don't take him seriously because we think that they should just believe and that's it and not and not ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a huge thing. Now, let, let's, let's go into why do we avoid questioning? Yes, that's an and, important question. Why is it that we avoid questioning? Yeah, um, why don't we like it? Yeah, I think one of the things, it's, it's an easy way out. You know, Mm. out of all the things that it brings up, you know, certain questions can bring up, like I said before, you know, they can reveal a truth about us that we don't want to face. They can, you know, reveal to us um, just things that we're not comfortable with talking about. And so to avoid those questions, you know, it's the easy way out. It's, you know, if we don't face the question, then we don't have to deal with whatever it is. Yes. It's easier to just tell them, hey. Be quiet. It just, 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 <laughs> the answer is no, because God, it's easier to tell someone because God says so than yeah. to actually <laughs> reflect upon, right? Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to say because God said, I mean, I think 80% of the questions that Jesus got asked, he could answer with because God says so. <laughs> oh, yes. And yet he didn't. Like, there's a lot of things that he, you know, he wanted them to reflect upon. Mm-hmm. And there was actually some things that God didn't say so. And that's why he wanted to make sure that they knew that, you know, those some, some of the things were made up. The things they believed in, uh, things were supposed to go, weren't, weren't really things God said. And anyway, yeah, it's the easy way out, bro. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, what, what else do you think? Why we avoid other questionings? Like, um, well, this uh, one is a bit personal, I think. But sometimes uh, we just don't want to take the time to investigate. You know, it's it just boils mm. down to maybe a little bit yeah. of laziness. Yeah. You know, we don't <laughs> want to take that time to, you know, someone's asking a question. We're like, oh, man, either we've maybe it's something along the lines of like, oh, man, I've explained this like a million times. Here we go yeah. again. And you just don't want to take the time. So you just kind of brush it to the side. Yeah. Or <laughs> it's it just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's just they ask the question and you realize, oh man, that's gonna take a long time to study, to, to dive study. into. I don't have the energy for it. And so again you just shut it down. But it comes down to, you know, you just don't want to investigate, don't want to take the time. And the thing now that you said that, bro, it I mean, when you answer or you don't brush people's question aside, you also validate them as a person. Before mm. we continue, I'd just like to say that. That's true. A lot of times, like, it's the easy way out. We just say, you know, you talked about easy way out. We just say, God says so. Or mm-hmm. we're just too lazy to investigate, so we just kind of make up something or say what we've already said, what we think is the answer. We don't want to investigate. Yeah. But at the same time, to answer somebody truthfully or, or to investigate or whatever, it's to validate them. I think when the disciples are asking, even the Pharisees are asking, Jesus is validating 
their their inquiry. Jesus mm. is validating them as a person and saying, hey, your question matters. I'm not just going to brush you out or brush you off. It's amazing that Jesus would answer even when the Pharisees were threatening in their hearts to kill him. Wow. It, he would still answer because he still cared about their hearts to the point that he would answer them because he's validating their need of knowing yeah. Um, now, although the Pharisees wanted, a lot of them had already made up their mind, unfortunately. But we know of some Pharisees who even got saved, like Nicodemus, who was willing to learn. Mm-hmm. The disciples asking, you know, so yeah. yeah, this laziness to investigate, we need to validate people more in our in our church and say, hey, you know, I might not know that answer, but let's let's look for it together, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, let's and, talk and, about and, it. Let's, you know, in other words, let's come and reason together. Pretty much. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Which is also what God says, right? You're quoting God there. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, let, let us reason together. So anyway, um, another one is that we're, we avoid asking, uh, we hate questioning or people ask questions. We avoid it because we're afraid that the answer that we've been taught is not the right answer. Mm. So I know there's, I know people who are, I, I don't want to say stuck. I don't, I don't know if I want to use that word, but. <laughs> but I think it is that word <laughs> that they're stuck in their in their way that they were taught, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we don't like the question because we say, well, that's how we've been. That's how we've done it. That's how we've been taught. And, you know, to avoid changing that, let's just mm. not ask questions. Let's just move forward. Let's just accept things how they are and move forward. And yes. so we we turn down questioning. Maybe because deep down inside we're afraid that the answer we've been taught is not the right way to do things. Or yeah, yeah, and I think you've touched on it as as well even deeper. Is that we're afraid that to dive into those questions um, will lead to change. You know, and change mm, as we've talked yes. about in previous episodes is something that people also fear and are also uncomfortable. And yes. even we'll go so we'll go to extreme lengths not to change. Mm. That's just how it is. Wow. You know, it's, wow. it's, it's human nature, unfortunately. But, yeah. you know, God, I think, calls us to, you know, face these questions because changing is ultimately the only way that we can get a little bit closer to him or even just reach uh, our fullest potential in him. And we, we, then we ask, our, I mean, we have to ask the question, uh, you know, ironically, <laughs> we have to ask, you know, did the disciples change? Did mm. Pharisees change when they asked questions? Ooh. I'd have to say, yes, they did. Yeah. They asked things, and Jesus didn't turn them down. Jesus, if anything, Jesus asked <laughs> them questions so that they can reflect and hopefully change, you know, on, on the things they're doing. You know, you have John and his brother just coming up out of this little town saying, hey, you know what? They didn't listen. They didn't accept. You should just bring the fire down upon them. And then Jesus is like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's that's not what we're going to do, you know? The, yeah. So he starts working with them throughout this time that he's spending with them by asking them questions that eventually is going to help them change the way they think and 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 reflect upon, you know, biblical truths or, or reflect upon who God actually really is instead yeah. of the things that they were taught, you know, how they taught and things and think things are, are supposed to go in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're afraid of change. I mean, I think, like you said, as humans, we're afraid of change. We're also afraid mm-hmm. of losing control. 
Mm, yes, that is a big thing. Humans are That's all about control, one. and we, we love having control. And it's unfortunate, bro. Some, there's a lot of people that, you know, they can't, they can't control a lot of things outside of the church organization. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it comes to church and they're in position or, or of leadership, mm-hmm. this, this is where they want to control. Like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll want to control the youth. They'll want to control the programs. They'll want to control things. And they don't want people questioning or, or they'll, they'll promote a culture of not asking questions mm-hmm. because the more questions you ask... The I mean, just look at it this way. You I mean, I don't want to get political, but you mm-hmm. go to these, you know, communist countries, freedom of speech is something that they suppress. Mm-hmm. They don't want you questioning. They don't want you asking. They don't want the media promoting questions. And that's not the type of government that God, or at least it's not a government that God promotes. You know, the, in the kingdom of God, there is questions, and the questions are there to help us reflect so that we mm. can be guided towards Jesus yeah. and toward the truth, who is a person, who is Jesus. Yeah. Um, so that is so true. A, and I, yeah. I'm reminded of, as you're saying that, like the, uh, the book, The Story of Redemption, uh, where Ellen White talks about uh, Satan, you know, who was Lucifer at the time. Um, yeah. He even had questions about God's government. And instead mm. of taking that approach of, uh, you know, like, hey, you know, I am God. This is just how I do things. You know, she says that Jesus would take the time in numerous, like, uh, discussions with Lucifer wow. to try to explain things. Bro, bro. You know, and it's so it's bro. so incredible to think that God is not one that is bro. all about the control. You know, he's even willing wow. to dialogue with someone like Lucifer, who is questioning the very foundations of God's government and how he does things. Wow. And he's still willing to be patient enough with him to be like, hey, Dude. I hear your questions <sighs> and this, God. let me explain it to you. Man, <laughs> that's incredible. Dude, that's beautiful, bro. That's incredible. I mean... <laughs> God is so amazing, dude. Like I just, <laughs> I, this is our church talking. I mean, I'm not trying to be corny or anything, but that's incredible, dude. That's that's a, that's like, that's to praise him, bro. Like the kind of government that God wants is literally the perfect government. It's not about control. So exactly. why should we why should we promote that in our churches? That's not how it works, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. And and I think it comes down to like human, uh, our human ego. Mm. One of the other reasons why we avoid questioning too is simply we just don't want to be wrong, like. We don't want to be wrong, so so we'll. It's it's easier to just force someone to believe something, and and hopefully not have them ask questions, mm-hmm. than to than to sometimes say, hey, you know what, you're right. You're asking a good. You you have a good question. I don't know why we've been doing this this way. Mm-hmm. Or you know what, you're right. Like our stance as a church in certain aspects has been wrong. Maybe. We've been wrong and just we don't like doing that. So we just avoid that. We avoid mm-hmm. people asking questions. And and again, God's government is not about that. If anything, God's character, it should be reflected in the church. Right. Mm-hmm. And that character is a character of humility. And we must say, hey, you know what? We're, if we've been wrong, we got to admit it. And then we got to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the questions is actually good. I think now let's get into the benefits of asking questions. I don't know if, if we're okay. OK with that. Yeah, sounds um, good. I think one of the benefits of asking question is that it it help it helps us evaluate. Mm. We we we're not stuck in just one place. So when people ask, or when we ask questions, like, wait, why are we doing this? 
Mm-hmm. What is the purpose? How, why why does it have to be this specific? When we ask question, it helps us to know where we're at. It helps us to reflect on our purpose. It help us it helps us to reflect on why we're doing things. It helps us to evaluate whether we're doing something. We might be doing something wrong that we've been doing for so many years. Mm-hmm. I think it's a asking questions is a huge benefit. Jesus would do it. Disciples would reflect. Change would come, and then mm-hmm. they would guide it. They were guided to do the right thing. Exactly. Um, Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Questions just helps us to see where it is that we need to improve. Um, mm, yes. And as yes, long as we're willing key. to, you know, take the step and to face the questions and face the realities that those questions bring out, then the more beneficial we, um, you know, results we will have in, in our ministries, in our lives even. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, well, another benefit um, that when, when we ask questions to other people, like we also make them think for themselves. Mm, exactly. That's exactly what Jesus would do. That was the reason that yes. he would ask questions. You know, he wanted them to consider and he wanted them to just reflect and come to some of the realizations on their own. Um, and yes. the questions he would use, you know, yeah, they were leading questions. And but more than anything, they were designed to make them think for themselves, mm. which which maybe even may not have even been something that they were accustomed to doing. Um, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, that they were um, that they couldn't think for themselves. I'm just saying that they may have been coming from an experience where um, they were used to being told what things mean, though how things are, um, and maybe had not had that opportunity to even dialogue or or think for themselves. Like, wait, how does this make sense? Um, Bro, and so Jesus I mean, comes along uh, and you know brings this opportunity to them wow. by asking them the questions. Wow, bro. But let's be honest. How has what type of culture have we? promoted or developed in 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 adventism i like to say that it's usually you'll sit and listen this is how it goes yeah it's not one where people think for themselves bro Mm. i've i've gone in in many conversations with people where they say well this one pastor told me this is the way it is and that must be the way it is and and i'm thinking here like what 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 type of culture did we develop we develop people to not think for themselves but to just take the word of someone and yes. jesus himself like would help people reflect by asking questions yes i think gonna, that's something yeah no i was just going to say um uh, this reminds me of i i wrote a paper uh for one of uh my classes here at the seminary i believe it was issues in Ellen White or one, one of those classes. I, I remember mm-hmm. the professor. I can't remember the name of the class. But he had us look into, um, you know, particular studies, you know, from uh, way back in when, when our pioneers were still around. And one of the things that I studied was uh, the Sabbath school lessons, you know, from that time um, up to, you know, around modern, modern day uh, today, maybe just a few years ago. But anyways, yeah. one of the interesting things that I found was that our Sabbath school lessons back then were nothing but questions. Whoa. Like, literally. It was Bible verse, questions, Bible verse, questions, Bible verse, questions. And that was the study. Whoa. Whoa. And to see how that has evolved. I mean, just, you know, pick up any Sabbath school lesson today. And what we have is someone has already written down thoughts and ideas and opinions mm. Yeah. And we take it as like, that's the truth. That's how it should go. 
And maybe yeah. there's like a one or two questions, you know, sprinkled throughout each day. But for the most part, the majority of the lesson is someone's thoughts already written down. And so just to see how that has evolved, you know, I Crazy. think shows us just how Crazy. our relationship with questions has changed. You know, we were more comfortable wow. back then asking questions about uh, key doctrines mm. than we are well, today. Well, it's better to it's it's a easier way to control it that way, bro. Mm. I mean, unfortunately, that's how I say it's easier to control. Yeah. It's easier to control. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. What you just said, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to try I to mean, find that paper and I'll share it in our notes uh, so that you guys can read. I'm not saying, you know, it's like nice. the expert level research paper, um, but it bro. does. I, I thought it was interesting. So I'll, I'll link it for you of guys. Of course, that's interesting, man. Bro, what's crazy yeah. is it, talking about Sabbath school, I've, I've seen people who say, oh, you, you should teach about what the Sabbath school is saying to the young people, you know, that, that, teach the Sabbath school. And sometimes I'm thinking, we need young people to think for themselves. Yes. We give them this Sabbath school, and these Sabbath schools come in a format. Okay, sorry. I, I think I caught myself uh, hearing now. I get a little too passionate. But anyway, <laughs> we, ca- we, we, we have these formats of Sabbath schools that are already saying this is what you have to believe, period. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. bagging on the whole Sabbath school, right? But like you said, look how we've evolved mm-hmm. from, from, from our relationship with questions, that exactly, now yeah. instead of being more questions, we rather make it, you know, be affirmative mm-hmm. in, 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 in what we believe, right? And, and Paul told the, the, what was it, the Bereans, right? When he said, hey, mm-hmm. like, go check this out for yourselves. If what I'm saying is false, like, he's encouraging them. Mm-hmm. They're thinking, like, wait, this, this is kind of like new doctrine. Like, this is kind of new. Like, are, mm-hmm. are we sure? Like, we got to check this ourselves. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So they're like, yeah, we're going to go check. And make sure that this aligns, you know, and even Paul encouraged, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he didn't say, no, if you don't believe my word for it, you, you're, you're anti-Christ or, you know, you, you don't believe in God. No, he's developing think, people that think for themselves, being guided by the Spirit. And again, as a church, are we, are we more concerned that we control the way everyone thinks or are we allowing the Spirit to actually work in people to lead them mm. to truth? Yes. Um, what's yeah. easier, you know? But anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, bro, no, uh, don't I, forget I, to I, upload I, that. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say, I think that I think that when we look at our culture today, I think that there has been a shift. And I think people are, um, at least the most of the communities that we are involved with, and especially younger, young people today, the next generation, I think there is a shift that they're more comfortable with asking questions than we are. Yes. You know, and oh, I think definitely. that they want oh, yeah. to engage in questions. Oh, um, yeah. This is just coming from, you know, some of the young kids that I teach in Sabbath school. Um, they are the most lively that I've ever seen them is when I ask them a question that they resonate with and that they actually have mm. thoughts and ideas mm. on. Yes. Um, I just see their eyes glaze over if bingo, as soon as I start bingo. taking more than like five, 10 minutes, you know, as soon as I'm like pretty much preaching at them, you know, I can just see they're just not interested in that. They like the dialogue. They like the discussion. And so Bro, I think if I, we can frame our studies, you know, or frame our interactions more around that, I think we would definitely see some better results. I mean, bro, you, you hear, I, I read that in an article too. Like when you ask questions, like if you ask questions, who's not going to want to answer, even if they don't answer out loud, they'll mm-hmm. start thinking within themselves the answer. Exactly. Yeah. 
they'll start engaging and thinking for themselves, even if they don't have to, you know, even if they don't make it audible, they're already anyone who hears a question is going to want to try and answer. It's just our human nature, right? Exactly. And that's yes. why that's why God does not this, Jesus didn't discourage asking questions. And then I think one to finish off with because uh, our time is up here. I think yeah, um, one of the benefits is also that we create an environment. I mean, if you allow for a culture or you develop a culture in your church of asking questions or allowing for questions, you're creating an environment of vulnerability, transparency, and acceptance. Absolutely. You don't, you don't look at someone. They say, "Oh, you know, uh, wh- you know, why did God this and that?" You, you accept them again. It goes back to like giving you know, validating them as a person mm-hmm. and validating their interest and their curiosity and saying, hey, your question matters. We accept you. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll just have to say, bro, sometimes it's okay to say we don't know. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes it would be even better for you to say, I don't know. Yes. You know, because people can just tell, you know, people can tell when you're just trying to um, come up with an answer for coming up with an answer's sake. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and it's and they see that as like, just say you don't know. You know, we're OK with yes. it. People see it even more, I guess, fake or for you to be trying to act like, you know, when you really don't, <laughs> especially if it's obvious. So just Mercy, say bro. you don't Mercy. know if you don't know and, and take it from there. It's a bigger benefit. Definitely. I mean, people can see right through that. So anyway, that's that's what we, we think. I mean, I don't know what you guys is uh, to all our audience, what you guys is. uh culture of asking questions is how it has developed in your mm-hmm. guys's local church again it's different in different churches right like mm-hmm. some churches actually encourage it and we're, we're that's that's awesome um but we just ask and and we're actually actually challenging you guys maybe this is a conversation that you need to be asking maybe you need to evaluate sit down with some of your leaders and say, hey, what type of culture are we developing here? Maybe it's something you need to think about for your Sabbath school, the way you do Sabbath school with your young people. Mm. Do you, how do you do Sabbath school? Do you allow them to ask questions or do you just sit and say, hey, this is it? Um, Mm -hmm. And this is what you have to believe. Uh, Another thing is eventually we have to talk about it, but it's also asking the right questions, right? Yes, absolutely. It's not just about asking questions either. It's about asking the right questions Mm -hmm. that'll make people reflect. But I mean, anyway, bro, if you want to give us your final words. Yeah, no, I would say that when it comes to asking questions, and especially if you're in the position where you're teaching or anything like that, I think one thing that's important, and maybe this even comes up and applies to casual conversation, but you have to be okay with silence. Mm. All right. Like sometimes we we feel the need to fill the silence with words. And that's kind of where we get in trouble. But when we ask a question, you know, I guarantee you that Jesus, when he asked questions, he didn't immediately go into a rant right afterwards. He Mm. gave people time to think. He gave people time to respond. And sometimes that can be 30 seconds. Sometimes that can even be five minutes. But you just have to be okay with that silence. I know it's uncomfortable. You know, nobody likes, uh, you know, I... You know, I know, Mario, you feel it, too, when you're preaching and you ask a question and you're waiting for that response, waiting for yeah. that amen or something. And yeah, it's yeah. taking it feels like forever. But yeah. trust me, like you get the best answers when you give people a chance to think. Wow. Let's stay quiet. Let's let's have a moment of silence, bro. Moment of I'm silence. No, no. <laughs> no, but that's true, man. That's deep. Yeah, that's deep. And I think that's how we're going to finish off this podcast. Hope you guys uh, just look into our notes at uh, DM Truth Tech dot org 
Um, and so you guys can go ahead, take a look at the notes that we have there. And also Danny will be uh, uploading the, the paper that he said that'll help you guys out. Um, thank you for listening in. We challenge you to keep these conversations going, get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll catch you guys next week. Yep. See you next week, everyone.